This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 735 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Simple solutions, scientifically proven. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Carrie Ann Shippers, founder of the Equine Photographers Network. Listen in as Glenn the Geek and Carrie Ann provide some great ideas for getting better pictures, no matter what type of horse or camera you're shooting. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor. Hi, Glenn the Geek here from the Horse Radio Network, and I'm here with Karen from Kentucky Performance Products. We're going to talk about omega fatty acids and equine nutrition. Called Contribute, that is a fish, it's a combination of fish oil and flax oil, and it provides a complete complement of omega-3s. It has an 8 to 1 ratio of omega-3s to omega-6s, and it contains the plant and marine sources of omega-3s. Now, there's been in the past, there's been some palatability issues with fish oil. I don't know if you've ever smelled some of the fish oils that are. Mm-hmm. Lots of horses will run to the back of their stall and just stand there going, <laughs> oh, my right. God, Mom, what did you put in my feed? <laughs> some of the human pills are like that, too. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you can really pick. So we did a lot of research with our product, and we got a fish oil that um, uh, just on its own smelled pretty good, and then we've added some flavor, some cherry flavor to it. That has made it very palatable. So we have very few horses turning it down. And like anything, you have to introduce it slowly and should introduce it slowly anyway to the horse. But we have very few horses that will turn it down. Well, that's uh, that, that's terrific. It's good to learn. I never knew about the ratio between the threes and the sixes. And, of course, you can find out more information on Kentucky Performance Products' new website. has a terrific, a terrific article on this, and we'll link to that in our show notes as well as on our Facebook page. And Or you could just go to kppusa.com to find out more about omega fatty acids and the Contribute product. Just look under Products. Well, hi, Kareen. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Glenn. It's nice to join you again. Well, it's been a lot, a lot of years. It's been four years, actually, since uh, we first had you on the show. You were one of our first guests. We did a special show on photography, which we're reliving today because we're having the same guests that we did four years ago. Great. Well, Scott and I are still kicking and uh, photographing, so it's great to be back. Well, you, you and, and you have so kindly agreed for 2013. We're trying to mix up our lineup here a little bit and provide some new, different content. And you've agreed to do a monthly segment on photography for, for, for us normal people. Um, and you know, us normal horse people, and we're always trying to take pictures of our horses and our kids with our horses and at horse shows and things like that, yet we don't use real high-end cameras like the professionals in your organization do, and, you know, uh, and mostly people are using their phones nowadays. Right. Uh, um, but there's still things you can do to help your photos be better, isn't there? Oh, absolutely, and one thing that I wanted to discuss with you today is... Um, just the preparation of the horse. Um, I tell a lot of people, you know, it's not one thing that makes a good horse photo, but it's all the little details that you have to kind of be aware of. 
and a lot of us don't see this until after we've taken a photo. So what we want to do is let's talk about a good confirmation or a halter photo of a horse that maybe you're trying to sell it or you're, you know, going to a horse show, your horse is looking good, you want to get a good photo. So at a horse show... You mean show, standing there with on three legs with the ears down is not necessarily terrific? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, there's little details that we, we take care of these things when we um, take our horse to a show. So figure when you're taking a, a photo of a horse, you kind of want to put the same amount of preparation into clipping him, grooming him, even if he's a little hairy, give him a bath, make sure he's clean because all those little spots of dust, streaks of dirt, they're all going to show up on that photo and you're going to see it right away. So these are all the little details, clipping, grooming, um, and a really good fitting halter or bridle makes a huge difference in just the overall presentation of the horse. Um, Once we have the horse all cleaned up and ready to go, we want to look around for our our location um and also what the light is doing so very often when i get ready to go, go on a farm job i'll tell the people i want you to look around your farm pick out some pretty locations and then watch the light for the day because there's some places where you want to shoot in the morning some places where you want to shoot in the afternoon and the light isn't always going to be right so Having 24 hours to kind of observe the light, see where everything is falling, you may not be able to shoot there at the time of day you were thinking. So this is kind of everything that you want to keep in your mind. So once you've picked your location, it's fairly uncluttered, um, scenic. You don't want a lot of wires. You don't want, you know, your farm equipment in the background. You don't need a large area for a standing horse, you know. A horse is only going to take up maybe 20 or 30 feet, so that's all we really need to work with. Very often, um, if you have an attractive fence, that will help in posing the horse to stand them right up against the fence, especially with a horse that isn't used to being posed at halter. So that will really help you line up the horse and have the photographer in a good position where the horse isn't moving back and forth so much. Now, when we're standing up the horse, the best thing for the photographer is to have a handler that really knows how to pose the horse and work with the horse, not get frustrated, not lose patience, and just take your time and stand the horse up. Um, Halter posing is a lot harder than it looks, and there's photographers in the field of equine photography that really have made their living taking poses of standing horses. You know, we have... Gail Bates, that is well-known for her quarter horses. Um, there's thoroughbred photographers that all they do is take standing horses of very valuable stallions that get stood at stud. And these photos, if they're done well, will sell the horse to people by just a photo. So keep this in mind. If you have a horse that you want to sell, you need to get a really good photo of that horse. And it makes a huge difference if you take the time to groom him, find a pretty spot, make sure the light is right, and take your time because once you start losing patience, then you're not going to get a good photo anymore. So well, I always tell people it's patience and perseverance to get that good horse photo. Now, to get back to something you alluded to earlier, and we're going to talk about a lot of the things, the lighting and all that stuff as we go into right. uh, future segments. But one of the things you, you made a comment on is, you know, quarter horses, thoroughbreds and Arabs and all the way down the line – when you're doing the standing shots like that, are you looking for something different in the different breeds, or is a horse a horse? Well, that's a good question. You know, knowing horses will help you, you know, go a long way taking pictures because the breeds do have their own standards. 
and it's good to go to like a breed website like the Arabian uh, Horse dot org or whatever the breed registry website is, and they'll show you what the breed standard is. With thoroughbreds and warm blood sport horses, that you're looking for an open stance, which you see all four legs and there's daylight between the legs. We're talking about the profile view. Now, in quarter horses, you're more used to seeing them in a very square stance, very often shot at a three-quarter angle. With Arabs, you want to see them, um, the two front legs are perpendicular to the ground, and then the back leg, the off leg, is out behind the near leg. Um, or No, I guess it's the near leg is out behind the off leg. Um, and then in like breeds like Morgan, Saddlebreds, Tennessee Walkers, they're all stretched. So you do, you do need to do a little bit of homework to see what the breed standard is. And this is where, you know, just knowledge of horses really comes in handy. And I found that many, you know, photographers, uh, they love the horses first and photography kind of came second. So if you love the horses, you know the horses, you've got the horse knowledge, then the photography it's going to come fairly easy to you because you can predict horse behavior. You, you know, understand what the breed standards are, what, you know, the magazines are publishing. So this is very helpful in getting good, good photos of horses. So do you want, uh, you know, we're talking today about prepping the horse, obviously giving them a bath and making sure the tail and the mane are brushed and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you want feet painted? Um, well, you know, if if you have a, a show horse and that's something that you normally do, absolutely. It really depends on um, what you're trying to sell. And very often, you know, if I'm doing a, a farm shoot and we have a, a bunch of horses that are for sale, I just, you know, I, I make sure that they're well-groomed and it's really up to the owner to see how far they want to go with that. With Arabians especially and some of these, you know, Morgans and Saddlebreds, I mean, they do the, they Vaseline the head and they, I mean, some breeds even use glitter. And that's really kind of a personal choice for the owner. I think the most important thing is that the horse just looks well-groomed, healthy, alert in the photo, and just gives a good impression. You know, the first impression from a photo will either sell the horse or make people not interested. And especially, you know, if you're trying to sell a horse far, far away, the photo is the only thing that your client is going to see. And especially also with uh, stallions, I mean, uh, you you want to show the horse at its best. And I, you know, I don't know why a lot of stallion owners don't invest in good photography because even if they sell one stud fee for that from that photo, then they've you know paid for the paid for the price of the session. So I highly recommend if you're you know trying to. Uh, uh, promote a stallion or, or sell a horse, and if you can't do a good job yourself, then definitely get a professional to help you, because in the long run, it'll probably save you a lot of headaches and quite a bit of money, too. So, Very good. Well, what's going on this month coming up at the Equine Photographers Network? Well, there's always lots of stuff going on here. Um, this week, we started a Photoshop online course with Sharon Shepard, who is an um, incredible digital artist from California, and there is actually still today and tomorrow to sign up for that. And then uh, the end of the month, we have Scott Tree's uh, The Art of Seeing Light coming on. These are both online courses. You work at your own pace. Um, you are sent tutorials, and um, we have an online discussion forum. So everything is done online. So even if you live um, you know, in any time zone, you can do the work whenever you want. So it, uh, the online way to learn is uh, really puts so much knowledge at people's fingertips. It's very exciting. And then also, 
Um, we're a little late this year, but we're hoping to go live with our equine photo contest soon also. So, and tell, tell people how they become a member of, of the Equine Photographers Network. And you, do, you oh. don't have to be a professional photographer, right? No, absolutely not. Most of our members are hobbyists and amateurs and all the way up to full-time pros. And everybody who's interested in equine photography is welcome to join us. Um, if you go to equinephotographers.org, uh, there's a join link there. You can take a free 30-day trial. And we also have a very active um, Facebook presence for the Equine Photographers Network. So you can like us there. And there's always uh, new photos from our members being posted and links on photography. And we try to keep everybody kind of uh, updated on what's going on in the world of photography, which every day there seems to be something new and exciting. So <laughs> Very good. Well, you can find that all at equinephotographers.org. That's equinephotographers.org. Thank you, Corrine. We'll talk to you again next month. Well, there you go. To listen to more tips on taking better pictures and other photography topics, go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the handy topics drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been Kentucky Performance Products. Ask for Kentucky Performance products like Contribute at your local tack and feed supplier and at fine online retailers. Or you can visit Kentucky Performance online at kppusa.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.